It's time for the 8-Minute Devotion. The 8-Minute Devotion is a daily message that fills you with hope and encouragement from the Word of God. Here's your host, Pastor Cameron Walcott. Well, hello, friends, and welcome back to the 8-Minute Devotion, our Friday episode And I am so glad that you have chosen to join us, so glad that we can spend this time together looking into the Word of God as we come up on the weekend. So thank you for everyone watching and listening. You know, I just want to mention, as we often do, if you have a question you would like us to answer on a future episode of the podcast, please do send them in to us at the8minutedevotion at gmail.com. You also can leave your question as a comment in the YouTube or Facebook uh, comment section. Just search for the devotion, the 8-Minute Devotion. Uh, Search for those words, and you will easily find us on YouTube or Facebook. Uh, Like I said, you also can just email it to us at the8minutedevotion at gmail.com. I think in just a a week and a half from now, we'll be doing a week of question and answer. So, yes, send in your questions today so we can get them answered on our episode in just a, a week and a half, two weeks from now. So we'd love to do that. And please, as well, wherever you watch or listen to the podcast, please rate, review, and subscribe to the show. We, of course, are looking at the dry bones, the valley of the dry bones, and Ezekiel's amazing vision that he had. And this week, we've been looking at how the dry bones started to actually come back to life. The first couple weeks, we were in the background. We saw how Ezekiel was wise, and he let the Lord uh, answer the question. He began to prophesy as the Lord spoke to him to prophesy. So we spent a couple of weeks looking at those sorts of things, but now today, but then this week, sorry, we started to see how the bones actually started to come together. They first were connected, then they were covered with skin, they were covered with muscle. Now today we're going to look at the third thing that really happened, and that is that these dry bones needed the breath of the Spirit of God. These dry bones needed the breath of the Spirit of God. Ezekiel 37, 9 and 10. Then he said to me, prophesy to the breath, prophesy, son of man, and say to the breath, thus says the Lord God, come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe on these slain that they may live. So I prophesied as he commanded me, and the breath came in to them. Ezekiel prophesies the breath of God fills these once dry bones that are now people, fully formed people. You know, we already observed step one. That's when our scattered dry bones came together and became fully formed skeletons. You know, now there were skeletons laying all over the valley. Not good, but better than just a bunch of uh, scattered dry bones. It's uh, They were connected, so that was good. Then in step two, those skeletons got a little less scary looking because now they had muscles, they had skin. Uh, it took on the proper form of a human body. They still were not finished, though. They still had no life. Uh, If we could see the vision how Ezekiel saw it, the valley still would have looked more like a morgue uh, and not really the type of place we would want to hang out in. So God instructs Ezekiel to prophesy to the wind to come and breathe into these dead bodies. And Ezekiel does that, and the wind, the breath of God, breathes into the dead bodies, and suddenly they come back to life. It says the breath comes into them. The breath comes into them, and our dry bones are now living, breathing people. Praise God. What a God we serve. What a mighty God that he brought these dry bones back to life. Now, in the scriptures, wind and breath 
that always represents the Holy Spirit, the wind, the breath. It always represents the Holy Spirit of God. In Genesis 1, it was the Spirit of God that moved upon the waters to bring the to start to bring the creation to place. In Genesis, uh, in Genesis 2, it was the Spirit of God that breathed into Adam to bring him to life. In Acts 2, it was the Spirit of God that came into the upper room like a mighty rushing wind. See, over and over, Old Testament, New Testament, the wind, the breath represents the Holy Spirit. And of course, of course, it is, was that same Holy Spirit who breathed into those dead bodies to bring them to life in the vision of Ezekiel 37. He is the exact same Holy Spirit who desires to breathe into your heart today. We want revival. We want resurrection. We want to be full of God. We want to be in the center of his plan. We want to be in the center of his purposes. And you see, to do that, we need the Holy Spirit. We need to be full of the Spirit. We need to be so charged with the Spirit of God that we're not living life on our own power. We're not just living and breathing like normal, everyday people, but we're living and breathing with a different power. We're living and breathing with a different authority. The Spirit of God has filled us. That's the Holy Spirit. You know, if anyone is listening today and you're not born again, the first step to real life is to be born again, and that happens through the Holy Spirit. When we believe in our hearts and confess with our mouths that Jesus is Lord, the Spirit comes upon us and we are born again. The Spirit breathes into us and we are born again. So I want to encourage anyone listening, if you don't know the Lord as your Savior, Give your life to him. Your sins, my sins had separated me from God. If you don't know the Lord, right now your sins are separating you from God. They have sentenced you to punishment. But Jesus died for those sins. Jesus died to pay that price. And he paid the price for every sin and every transgression. When you receive him by faith, he comes and breathes on you. And you are born again. And of course, for most of us listening, most of us listening probably are born again. We know Jesus is Savior. That's why we're listening to this podcast, to grow in our relationship with him. So it's more than just salvation. We need the Spirit of God and breath of God continually in our lives. The Spirit of God is already inside of you if you're born again. But we see in the scriptures examples of people who were born again, who were already had the Spirit of God in them, who still were filled, baptized, and then even recharged with the Spirit continually. You see, beyond just being saved, meaning the Holy Spirit has breathed on me and is inside of me, we want to press in to be baptized with the Holy Spirit. That usually comes with the evidence of speaking in other tongues. If you haven't been baptized in the Spirit, if you haven't experienced even that gift of speaking in tongues, cry out to the Lord, seek Him for that gift, because then you have a new revelation, a new experience with the Holy Spirit. And of course, for those of us who are filled with the Spirit, baptized in the Spirit, there's still more. We want to say, Lord, fill me continually. Ephesians 5.18 says, be filled with the Spirit. And really the, the Greek voice in that scripture, it suggests be continually filled. Be filled always with the Holy Spirit is one way it can be translated. And we need to be continually filled with the Holy Spirit, charged by him, walking closely to him. However much of the Holy Spirit's power, anointing, and glory you have received, friend, there is more. There is more he can give you. We all need the Holy Spirit's constant touch 
to bring us to life. I need more of the Spirit. You need more of the Spirit. We all need to say, Lord, fill me continually. Give me your power that I may be everything you want me to be. Receive the breath of God. We're going to look more on that next week, and we're going to bring this whole series to a close only on the 8-Minute Devotion. Thank you for listening to the 8-Minute Devotion. Please subscribe, rate, and review the podcast wherever you listen to or watch it. And email us at the8minutedevotion at gmail.com with any questions or comments. May God bless you.